Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special edition of Freedom from Addiction, Truth, Just Below the Surface, and the Neil Haley Show. I'm excited to welcome the program, Reverend Wynn Henderson, MD. Wynn, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing good today, Neil. Today, uh, an important uh, podcast uh, having to do with physicians and misinformation. And uh, the reporter that gave me permission uh, to source this uh, podcast was Matt McGregor, who reports for the Epoch Times. So let's get into it. Uh, Though Dr. Merle Nass, a board certified internal medicine physician has been untangling narratives of disinformation and misinformation long before COVID-19, it wasn't until recently that her license was temporarily suspended under the allegation that she is now spreading it. Her research has brought her before Congress and state legislature to give testimonials on bioterrorism, Gulf War syndrome, and vaccine safety. Throughout her career, she's consulted for international health and intelligent agencies regarding prevention, investigation, and mitigation of chemical and biological warfare and pandemics. She spent three years investigating what had been deemed a naturally occurring anthrax outbreak during Rhodesia's civil war. Nass was able to prove that it was due to biological warfare with her findings published now in a 1992 paper that marked a new achievement in scientific research. This was important because it was the first time in history political perpetrators learned they could be identified. Um, She said, you couldn't just start an epidemic somewhere and assume that no one was ever going to prove it because there wasn't any scientific way to prove that it was done. And she said, I established that way. She was also the main author, along with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, who uh, had a citizen's petition to the Food and Drug Administration and its Vaccine Advisory Committee regarding the authorization of COVID vaccines and why she said they are not suitable for children. As censorship and disinformation have thickened around the COVID narrative, NAS has followed and written about the suppression of early treatment medications such as hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Given this background, the main medical board of licensure nevertheless saw it appropriate to charge her, uh, (coughs) a physician of 41 years, with misinformation, an allegation that came with no explanation as to what misinformation she was spreading. Never before has any censorship been imposed by a collection of organizations who are attempting to make law by whining in unison about misinformation with threats to licenses and board certifications while there is no legal mechanism by which they can strip certification. There are no rules, regulations, or laws underpinning the threat of punishment for spreading misinformation. Five matters were reviewed by the um, main medical board of licensure regarding NASA's suspension. 
There are two allegations that she was spreading misinformation. In addition, a doctor reported that she had treated a patient with ivermectin, while someone else reported that she had prescribed hydroxychloroquine. In one matter, when asked by the pharmacist why she was prescribing hydroxychloroquine, she told the pharmacist that it was to treat Lyme disease. By fall, more and more pharmacies were refusing to dispense the medication if you were giving it to them for COVID. So every time I wrote a prescription for these drugs, the pharmacist would ask, why am I giving it? Which they normally didn't do. If I said COVID, they would not dispense it. It was during this time that she was trying to obtain hydroxychloroquine for a high risk patient. So when the pharmacist called and asked why she was ordering the medication, she told them for Lyme disease and therefore the patient was able to get the drug. Five minutes later, I wrote the main medical board of licensure and told them that my patient can't get a potentially life-saving drug unless I tell a white lie, which is unacceptable. The board then used this to accuse her of committing, quote, a serious crime. Not one single thing that matters uh, alleges that the patient was harmed or that I did anything illegal apart from telling a white lie to the pharmacist. However, there is another charge to be considered that should be applied to the medical boards, she said, which is inducement. Inducement is a legal concept alluding to the creation of circumstances that cause someone to have to go against the law to prevent a worse problem. And I self-reported it to the board immediately after I did it, asking them to please change their policies so that no one have to be placed in this position again, and we could go back to focusing on the care of patients primarily. In addition to having her license suspended, she must now undergo a psychological evaluation to get her license back. I guess they claim I'm crazy for prescribing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine or for writing articles about the problems with the vaccines, she said. By ordering a neuropsychological evaluation, her name gets sent to a national physician's database which she said is the blackest mark a doctor can get and makes it impossible for her to get a job or license in another state. The other thing it does is allows all the records that I've sent to the board to enter the public domain, resulting in some of the medical records of my patients being repeatedly media reported uh, on the case she said. NAS hasn't been seeking publicity. However, those records accessed through public domain are now casting, uh, are now being cast into the limelight. NAS suggested that the evaluation could be an attempt by the board to punish her for challenging what she called the board's self-appointed authority to create new crime, the spreading of misinformation without defining what misinformation is and without charging her with it. The vagueness of the allegation 
shifts with time as public officials like Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease were at one time stating that one could not contract COVID-19 after being vaccinated, a claim that currently is being classified as misinformation. NAS cited several instances in which fraudulent studies were picked up by uh, the media resulting in the manufacturing of false information, such as a Lancet Medical uh, Journal report published in May of 2020, observationally uh, study claiming that hydroxychloroquine significantly increased mortality. And then later, the Lancet had to withdraw and retract that study. So how the suppression of hydroxychloroquine was accomplished in her article, how a false hydroxychloroquine narrative was created and more, which can be found on her website, Truth in the Age of COVID. As far as ivermectin, she pointed to misinformation generated by the Rolling Stone magazine, uh, which uh, cited an Oklahoma physician, um, Jason McAlia, who claimed that farm-grade ivermectin were causing emergency rooms to fill up no, uh, with no uh, room for other patients. Uh, the Rolling Stone later had to update this article uh, saying that that hadn't been the case. There is no law about misinformation, she said. The First Amendment gives you the freedom of speech and the 14th Amendment specifically prohibits states from abridging those rights that uh, the US Constitution has given. Because of this, Nash said, the main medical board can't suddenly enforce a law prohibit, prohibiting misinformation. Also, laws are made in the legislature, she said. That's the purpose of legislature. And then agencies issue rules and regulations to carry out these laws. However, there is no law or rule on the books of a federal or state level about misinformation in the medical sphere. However, a group of nonprofit medical organizations began issuing warnings in the fall of 21, threatening physicians with license suspensions if they spread, quote, misinformation, quote, about COVID-19. The uh, Federation of State Medical Boards, a nonprofit organization that NASA has no regulatory authority, is an organization to which state medical boards pay dues and depend upon policies and training from them. In July 21, this uh, FSMB issued a statement warning physicians who generate and spread COVID-19 vaccine misinformation or disinformation are risking disciplinary action by state medical boards, including the suspension or revocation of their medical license. 
if you were a physician and you were threatened on losing your license for which you had trained and practiced for years, this would be something that uh, is a severe uh, problem that needs to be addressed. The uh, medical board, such as the American Medical Association, AMA, and the American Pharmacists Association followed suit. All of these organizations have presidents who earn about a million dollars. So they are what I call bloated nonprofits, she said. None of them had the authority to threaten doctors' licenses or their specialty certifications. After the nonprofit organizations applied pressure, 15 of the 70 US state medical boards began investigating their local doctors. And in September of 21, the Tennessee Board of Medical Examiners adopted the FSMB's statement. After one board member asked who will determine what constitutes misinformation, a staff member referred to an investigative process that would require the doctor to show proof from a recognized academic and or medical journal that supports their opinion. Later, Tennessee State Representative John Reagan said the board did not have authority to create a new disciplinary offense without the lawmaker's approval. The board pulled a statement from their website, but the question remained to whether the board would continue to investigate and charge Tennessee physicians because some have argued that there isn't a precedent for the board upholding a policy that was not published on its website. Reagan, a Republican who is chairman of the Government Operations Committee, the oversight committee for the board, told the Epoch Times that the adopted policy moved out of the guardrails of the law and gives the board arbitrary judgment on what misinformation is. I explained, she said, that if they're going to have a policy on this sometime in the future, they need to define what misinformation and disinformation are, because otherwise what you have is an inquisition. It then becomes a situation of hearsay, is what I say it is, and I'll know it when I uh, see it kind of thing. On October, the Tennessee legislature passed a bill that emphasized the legislature's role in drafting laws that establish disciplinary offenses regarding dispensing and prescribing medication for COVID-19. They have invented a law that they refuse to define. While some lawmakers argue that legislature aren't elected to oversee medically uh, education boards, NAS argued that the board members and staff are working for the state to assure safe practice in medicine. Their role is to carry out the laws, not invent new laws, which is the role of the legislature, she said. Not only that, they have invented a law that they refuse to define. None of the organizations like the FSMB or AMA 
or state agencies have, have um, that threatened or suspended doctors' licenses before uh, and has the courage to put into writing how they define misinformation and disinformation. She asked, do you want to live in a state that says the law is what we think it is, but we're not putting it in black and white? This is extremely important information dealing with how um, the consortium of individuals and groups, which include politicians, media news, technocrats, government, health officials, eugenic proponents, socialists, and others who have a narrative and agenda to promote can threaten the livelihood of physicians who have been well-trained and have been practicing for years, trying to seek the best that they can do for their patients. They're being threatened with having their licenses revoked, suspended, and, and this is, is terrible in my opinion. So think about it. You can uh, continue to follow um, my podcast, www.freedomfromaddiction.libsyn.com, spelling Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, no caps, no periods, and passing this information on to your family, your friends, your business associates, and anyone who thinks that medical doctors should not be threatened by having uh, their medical licenses revoked when they can't even define what it is that they're talking about. That's my podcast for today, Neil. All right, when that was a special edition of Freedom from Addiction, Truth Just Below the Surface, and then you'll have the show. Take care.